Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever part-time prose podcast. Funny enough, the podcast presented, I suppose, here on the part-time prose has been such a long time since this channel's been active, we almost thought it had cobwebs. But speaking about cobwebs, we have Engineer Atom on the podcast here. And how are you, my good sir? Feeling a lot less cobwebs, a lot more rust, and a lot more age. It's painful. <laughs> Well, but somewhat nostalgic to be back. Well, it's always great to see one of the traditional owners, admins, who's relinquished it, decided to become part-time again, and has been drove through the mud. We were meant to be drawing by Kuro, but he decided to go on holiday. But I must say, uh, Adam, you are unfortunately part of a selective group tonight. That's That's it. There's only been, what... Seven admins in PTP, is it? I could be completely miscounting. Well, but yeah, we're we're an elite group of people that like to talk nonsense and pretend we know what we're doing, and I'm sure that's going to come across. Well, talking from nonsense, so hopefully sensible here, but the other potential group as well too, and hopefully Adam doesn't get his clues mixed up later on today's podcast as well too. He has now a Liquidipedia page after five years of knowing this man who has brought a smile, laughter and unfortunately tears when watching his gameplay too on like speed. LTX Sam, how are you doing? Uh, slightly less good now. That's actually a much meaner introduction than you gave Adam here. It's it's nice to be here nonetheless, but that was awfully mean. Uh, I, I know, but we have to start mean sometimes and then move in gentle in the overall theme of the broadcast as well. But with that being our the case, um, it is good having you on, Sam. And we are meant to be talking about the RL scene and somewhat itself as well too, but uh, we will, I suppose, get in touch on to it. But Adam, uh, you wanted a, something brought up here. There's, there's, there's been breaking news, Danny. That, what exactly are you talking about? Are you sure there's breaking news? Yes, all of you wonderful people out there who are sitting. Well, I know illegals in here, so maybe at gold rewards. Right, yeah, with, with that being the case, can everybody hear us now here? Because if so, it's the new screen and I hate you, Adam. This isn't scuff. This is very professional. Yes, I think we're back. Well, welcome back, everybody. You just heard us 15 minutes of me saying I don't care about the season rewards in essence. Um, you, you did have points to say sam what were they so i can oh, un un unhear them again is it worth saying again there's a yes a new map and some custom training updates more information coming next week apparently which is awfully exciting anyways our talking points tonight <laughs> is legends finding it difficult spring regional and land on the three major sections with that being the case as well and hopefully we'll have audio for the rest of the podcast we might as well now move to section one which is we're going to be speaking about violent panda the bricks somewhat and the closed qualifiers of regional three um I hate this podcast already, but uh, I guess Adam is enjoying it right now. But uh, it did not take long. No, <laughs> I it thought the regret would sink in at least at the end of episode one. I didn't expect it literally five minutes into it. Yes, uh, so that being the case, 
we might as well move on to it. It is the Violent Panda tweet. And for a bit of context within the recent sort of this regional number three that Violent Panda quite literally announced a very sore subject of which is his injury that has severely impacted his career somewhat. And yet nobody has spoken about it in somewhat in some depths of it. And Atom... I, I don't know necessarily how to approach this other than surely we're talking about a legend at the end of his career but based on the content of the tweet itself sounds like it's he's trying to push further on here well the thing is you know if you go just a little bit over two years ago just for to give everybody it's tendonitis that he's been suffering with now for two years which if you have any you know typically older family members you'll probably find somebody that's had it and that is extremely painful but if you think that just a few months before that he was on a dignitas roster that finished second in league play and then won the playoffs and was going to be going into the season nine world championships as the number one seed from eu there's I'm I'm sort of increasingly coming around to the idea that there's still a player in Violent Panda that can be at the top level. I don't know if I'm just, you know, on a bit of the copium, but that that season nine, he was incredible. I mean, he wasn't maybe top 10 in the world, but he was certainly on the brink of it still. And really the drop-off that he's had all ties in with when he's had this injury. Uh that's i suppose a fair point here but sam i think it would be fair to say without going into much details we've we've suffered with injuries ourselves like many people else as well too in terms of trying to play the game at a reasonable level not rlcs level but uh what's the approach to the situation here because i'm much more of the opinion that's cowered into a ball and forget that we have the injury but Adam's talking about yesteryear and saying he has still a career left into it. Is he foolish with that opinion? Well, I mean, he's been dealing with it for two years and he's played at the top level with this, which is obviously, I mean, you can imagine video games playing Rocket League, especially such a mechanical game. It's it's going to make a massive difference. And uh, I, I, I mean, he's he's saying in uh, the, the few interviews he's done about it and his little... Uh, what, what he put up on Twitter, that he feels he's recovered from it now. And as he said, he's looking to make a return to the scene. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd have to probably agree with Adam that he's certainly got certainly a a chance to make it back to the top level. I, I, I'd be surprised if he didn't have it in him because he's been hanging around the top level even despite what he's been dealing with. So now that he feels like he's passed, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what he does next. Well, to see what he does next, and just for anybody who may be a little bit unsure of Violent Panda in terms of what he has done in the recent season, I suppose, as well, too. He's made the fall regional 90-11 in terms of the main event, 5th and 8th, which was with the Flying Dutchman, who then picked up by Heroic, fell off to 15-16th, and never really got to make it he of course had the tiebreaker event with heroic got second ultimately means he had to go through the open qualifier and then failed to make it through the main event itself in fact went 15 16 on a different roster so effectively he i don't want to use the word drop here adam which seems a bit um cruel here 
But you're talking about what he has potentially moving on for. I'll, I'll, I'll ask you blunt here. What is forward for Violent Panda? I mean, to, to me, I, I could see him being on a roster that's going to regularly qualify for regionals. I think, you know, you're right to say that obviously in this latest this latest uh, regional that the roster he was on did terrible. And I know we're going to speak about them in a bit more detail. And I did go and give their series against Double O Nation a watch. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to save some of my points. Oh, oh, oh okay. Well, I, I, I'll quite comfortably say that Panda was not the problem in that series and he wasn't even remotely close to being the problem. Right. Speaking about problems, let's speak about Europe's biggest problem. At least in one particular element of that as well, too. And I suppose one that came close to my heart at one point, Coxer97, or Speed, was oh, on the no. team in the form of the Bricks or various other versions of it with uh, the likes of Gurley and Rixai, or how it correctly it's been to be pronounced. My apologies, I will get it wrong no matter how many times I try to pronounce it here. Um, I suppose in some sense here, Sam... Um, was it the mistake to drop Coxer from that original team? Uh, well, as far as I know, they still haven't made a main event with the new roster. Very similar results. So, uh, they're certainly not doing any worse, but they're not doing better either. So, it's somewhat a lateral move, I suppose. Alright, a bit of a lateral move from that point in time here, but it's, it's to some extent here that Coxer had a bit more time here to find what potential option is hasn't been picked up but however speed has somewhat went under the radar has been selected for the team so is this more of a mistake on Gourley and Rixie here Adam that they've gone for the likes of speed who I'm not saying could potentially be volatile in terms of the dynamics of the team because we were going to play a particular clip in question, but uh, one of these <laughs> decided not to because it was a bit too harsh onto it. I I, wo I wonder what clip we could possibly be referencing. But to me, Speed's... I, I don't understand what role he was meant to be playing on that roster. He seems to... I mean, in his, his career, in particular, and his most successful spell with like flip side and that, when in WSOE and that he was such an aggressive player constantly getting in people's faces just you know it was like it was like watching a Jurgen Klopp managing a Rocket League player and the problem that Speed seems to be having now is that all of this new generation of players like your Moist Esports and you know your Seikos of the world and that they're all incredibly quick and they're all significantly more mechanical than him and watching Speed on that roster was just, it was just disjointed. He just didn't seem to be clicking with Growley or Rixie in any sort of meaningful way. And they just constantly looked on the back foot. And I don't doubt that there's, uh, he's probably got some, I'm going to say probably, because uh, I don't want to send you off like on the certain clip in question. But I think there's probably a, a Rocket League head in there that could adapt. But it's going to take him actually accepting he needs to adapt. And right now, I don't see that happening. Uh, I, I'm just going to put the nail into the coffin. If anybody wants the clip in question, feel free to at me privately or on Twitter. 
or even through, I suppose, the YouTube or Spotify link if Adam is bothered in terms of editing this uh, shambolic podcast that we decided to put together after about three sessions, if you want to know the backstory of that. But uh, I suppose we might as well touch in terms of the Regional 3 qualifier itself, because when you talk about speed not being capable, not being a player of delivering Adam and I agree with you because he's absolutely frustrating to watch yeah don't get me wrong I love him to bits but unfortunately just doesn't have it that's what it feels like but we did speak about Ronicky up to some extent of a teammate of speed so we might as well look at him the sort of the former liquid player here and funny enough he's teamed with Violent Panda so Adam I heard you had some questionable opinions what are they? Right. Now, I will say, I didn't watch all of their series, so I'm going to caveat with that in case anybody in the chat's seen more of it and <laughs> decides that they have a different opinion. So I'm just get, I'm just throwing out my caveat now. But their series against Double O Nation was an absolute shambles, predominantly from Mads and Ronicky, because the amount of times I saw them both, you know, you had like, Ronicky challenged the ball. Mads was like just completely overaggressed beyond the play. And Violent Panda sitting about trying to actually keep himself in a relevant position. But it's very hard to be in a relevant position when your teammates are constantly losing 50-50s and putting you in 1v3s. And it was just hopeless. I was like, honestly, watching it, I would reckon that you could grab just about any free SSLs or even chucking a GC3 into there and you could probably have gotten more coherent rotation out of them. It was just ridiculous to watch. And if anybody's not seen that series, go and watch it because even whenever there wasn't that many goals in it, Double O Nation, if they actually just like knuckled down and were like, oh, we're actually going to go 100% at, could have put another four or five past them in each game. It was so bad to watch. Well, speaking about SSL, we have Sam still on the line. Uh, are, oh, are, are, give over. Stop. No, we're no, not doing no, this. No, the, you... I know the LTX Sam bullying segment <laughs> you're trying to pull into this podcast, Danny. It's not, it's not going to fly. No, don't worry. I'm not here to bully you. It will be Adam. Don't worry. But <laughs> but uh, he's, he's talking about a potential uh, horse of a team to watch there at times, which was frustrating. Uh, I'm not saying here, but Ronicky and we will touch somewhat. I might as well actually go fall in somewhat here. Ronicky had the full selection in Team Liquid to make a roster here. He's ended up with what won at the stage, by the way, at the rumours that came to me when we actually when Adam started talking, of Violin Panda. Now, Mads, I'm not going to discredit. He's a good player, but he's not of the same calibre. What on earth is Ronicky thinking here? Oh, you want me to get into the head of Ronicky? Well... Good luck to you. <laughs> I, I, I would I would fancy your chances at this, Sam, because there doesn't seem to be much of a head on him at the moment. Okay, well, no, we're not going to just slate Ronicky. Danny, what do you think? You, you've been asking our opinions all, all day. You, uh, I, I feel like you've probably got some views uh, on her that uh, uh, the listeners would like to hear. Uh, I, I love how the list avoid the touchy subject here and throw it to my end here. I've cast it, Ronicky, for a year and a half. I think everybody knows my opinion here, Sam. I think it's fair to hear yours. <laughs> um, what that is on Ronicky's mind? 
I, I, I don't have a lot of insight into the situation. Uh, la- lack of options, maybe. I mean, Mads, uh, I, I mean, uh, both Danish players, who knows, maybe a better camaraderie in that department. Um, uh, Do you remember the honestly, tweet? Honestly, I can't justify it. I don't understand why it would. Well, I don't get it. I think, I think something about this roster is it's quite clearly... A pickup roster to be fair before we do go absolutely ham in on destroying this roster because <laughs> anybody that's watched a single game of these guys will know that this roster is never going to work so so but... are you telling me here at the end of the season three players have randomly qualified and they're not maybe taking it serious adam i i would never be able to comment on well, I suppose we may as well touch on somewhat of the Violent Panda exes in the form of Yukio, Rai, and No, or well, I was going to say Noah Siki, but I'm not sure how correctly it should be pronounced, but Noah for the sake of argument. Uh, Rai, when he originally gone into this, um, speeds disappeared, Growly potentially on a different team, and then, well, the former heroic roster picked this player up here. I'll ask you this question, Sam, and again, I might as well throw it to your direction. What was the heroic or ex-heroic lineup thinking of dropping Violent Panda one regional? Because they couldn't really qualify to the World Championship. It is their last chance off. Surely it would have been best to wait till the off-season here than trying a player here, or maybe I'm misunderstanding what they're attempting to do here. I mean, there could be any assortment of reasons. I mean, the first thing is, like, looking in the... I, I understand looking in the long term and saying, oh, they're not able to qualify for the main event. But, I mean, the individual events, I mean, you're still getting a little bit of clout and showing, oh, yes, I'm still relevant. Here's what I've just done. Um, so they could be thinking in the short term they have a better chance with regionals uh, with a new pickup than, uh, than VP. Um Alternatively, there could be trying options. I mean, off-season coming up, who knows? Um, maybe there were some internal issues with Violent Panda. I mean, any assortment of reasons. But it's uh, certainly... I, I, I actually wouldn't say it's worked out too badly for them because, um, I mean, obviously they didn't qualify for the regional, but they certainly uh, certainly put up some good performances in the matchups that they had. And uh, they got essentially as close as you can get without uh, making the event. So yeah, the, the, well, the, they had those two narrow best of five losses against Algary and Gross Noobs, and they had, I think, in both of them, there was a couple of games that went to overtime that they lost. So there seems to be a team there that could, if the luck, if the luck breaks the other way for them, I know they'd like to get by without having to rely on any form of luck. But <laughs> it's what watching them, they seem to be, you know, very aggressive, you know. At times it looked a little bit haphazard. A lot of, you know, sometimes there's moments where it just like seemed to be slightly disjointed. But on the whole, the sort of way they were playing seemed to work. And that's to be they expected. They just rushed it a bit. You know, I think it was one of those things of like new roster. I think having Rixie there, obviously, you know, Yukio knows that and that they're on heroic. I think there's they're obviously thinking, oh, there's a job here for us if we can really start performing. And at times it just looked like maybe that pressure kind of got to them, just rushed plays a bit too much. But honestly, I I think there's some promise in that roster, so I'd be interested to see more of them. Whether we do or not, it's going to be a different question, obviously. But 
I was relatively impressed. Yeah, it uh, it doesn't seem like that bad of an idea um, on 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 the face of it. Um, and as you said, especially with the performance that that uh, if if I remember correctly, and I wasn't watching too closely when it was going on, but I believe it was too awfully bottly game fives as well. So you make a good point as well with the fact that there could be a bit of a nerves coming into play. Mm-hmm. Well, all reasonable points as well too, but with that being the case, before we move slightly off the day three of the close qualifiers, you somewhat was alluding to potential a few results in key bits <laughs> off it. Um, one of the teams in question that Adam did bring up was Zero Zero Nation, and I'm going to throw in Williams Resolve here. Slightly two different reasons on this one, and Adam, I'll let you pick which one. Do you want Zero Zero Nation or William Resolve? I'll I'll go. I'll go Zero Zero Nation. I'll go with him. I I I did watch a little bit of Williams Resolve, but. I think I've got more to say on Double Nation where they oh, just... Oh, 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 oh. Uh, here's my question for you then, Adam. Yes, I'm intrigued. What on earth is wrong with them? This surely should be a main event team. Oh, this is the thing. I really enjoy... I really like love Flame as a player. Mainly because I balled him in a Infinity <laughs> tournament once. Along oh, with, hold, uh, hold on. Can we all uh, take a moment two? here that are the three panellists here it's Atom that brings up, oh, I played against an X player and balled him. Bravo. No, no, <laughs> all I'll say is I'm not, I'm not going to confirm well, or deny well, the final score of that you, game. Just for the record, Sam and I had played against Speed and beat him in twos. Well, now, oh, well, Danny, you and I have played with a lot of pros. Yeah, yeah, obviously... Yes, we have. We don't need to list them all. <laughs> no, There's no, a listen, it's a long list. We, we don't have all day, but... um. Yukio, Scrub Killer, etc. Ah, well, Danny, yes. Danny, Danny, you're giving them a peek behind the... Don't give them that. But, um, I mean, we almost retired Speed that day. Ah. Uh, well, let's just I say... I don't know if you remember it. Uh, the day before the Alls, yes. Played against Danny and Sam. Didn't go too well for him. And, uh carried on into the next day and I believe he uh, got first rounded yeah, the next day yeah, yeah, yes he mistaken. did I, I had to cast yeah. that series um, well maybe maybe, <laughs> uh, maybe that could have something <laughs> yeah salt in the wound yeah it, it would have been better if I probably played that day but uh, we'll leave speed alone on that one oh speed <laughs> yeah, to be well. fair Sam thought it was him that was going to get it tonight Uh <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, I've been completely upstaged here. <laughs> I've uh, given them like actually no, my, my I, I've given them one of my very very few claims to fame. I was like, I'll have to save the others and spread them out over the the episodes. Yeah, bald oh. flames still lost oh. fifteen one. Oh, hold on, I mean, hold on, now, now. hold on, Adam. It was only we only conceded half as many goals as that. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, Adam. I love how you said episodes like we're doing multiple in this one set or season. Oh, well. I think three at best, probably. <laughs> oh, is this not a one-time... Wait, are we doing more of these? I, I, I don't Did know. Did you read your contract, Sam? <laughs> oh, God, I didn't the one, read the, the one print. that doesn't involve any pity. <laughs> I, I see something in here in white ink. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I see it as well. It says, ha, 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 ha. Suck it. 
Well, we hope all you listeners are enjoying it at the moment. This is the audio broadcast and to stick it in the boot to somebody, our German friend Kuro Tenshi, the actual owner and admin, if I'm remembering correctly, uh, decided to book a holiday on the very day we decided to do the podcast. Somewhat suspicious, that. Can, um, can everybody in chat boo him, please? Just a big boo, <laughs> Kuro. Uh, sh- should we take at this point in time here, Adam, of reading maybe a few opinions from our ill-informed chat as who is just equally as so as us. I'm f- you can go ahead, Danny. <laughs> I'm going to move swiftly on then. With that being the case as well, too, <laughs> William Rizal was the other topic as well, too. We love you all, the dear listeners, on to this one. You aren't ill-informed. We're just stupid. Uh, but William Rizal's, uh Sam, had some natural problems in the form of size, and, and Super Rixie was able to play for a game or two and potentially as well the vitality transfer ultimately um was this just a deconstruction of the team and a natural implosion or is this the end of the road what's the situation here what's the likely outcome we're looking for this roster here uh it's a great question uh it's one of those cases where it's the end of the season uh uh, which generally, I mean, especially in Europe, I feel like a lot of the rosters will not be um, sticking together in the, into the off season. So uh, it's not even necessarily a comment on on Williams' resolve specifically. I just don't see a lot of the European teams sticking together. No. Maybe Adam, what do you think? I, I think the, the the problem for Williams' resolve is that they got they obviously lost Radisson, which is just. It's like it's it's kind of ripped the heart out of that team. They're you've got they they just don't look like a roster that's capable of being in a main event. Never mind you know actually trying to do well, which it's a bit of a shame because with Radis, I mean they they would have still I think had that that slight outside chance of even trying to sneak into worlds or like no world sorry but the land. It's just. But then they never really did get a proper chance to get a replacement, which arguably I'd say is frustrating considering, uh, you know, that rumour about Radson going to Vitality lingered for a good month and a half. So to have not gotten a replacement, or at least not gotten the replacement that they wanted, it's, yeah, it's it's just a frustrating time. But regardless of what happens with that roster, I think Williams' resolve seemed quite big on Rocket League, so... If it's not with this roster, I do think we'll see this org continue in the scene at least. It's a great org from what I hear. Um, just, you know, a little inside source, you know. It's, it's, it's great guys. Yeah, the content that they put out as well seems to be pretty on point. I mean, not as much as, you know, the teams that like Dignitas and Energy and that, that are plowing out just about daily content. But whenever they are putting out, it seems to be quality and, you know, you can tell there's a little bit of love behind it. Oh, isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? <laughs> Very wholesome. Awfully wholesome for this podcast, I think. Don't worry. You can, the bullying will recommence shortly. <laughs> <laughs> As the conversation ends, I will swiftly move in, I see here, on that point. Um, we might as well say that is the close qualifiers somewhat touched up as well too if you want to know who failed to qualify for the rest of the you can't look up on liquidpedia because that's the end of the season we might not need or know of the particular teams or lineups and that there but the only thing that was majorly significant in this or close qualifier at the time was retirement tome has struck again 
Oh, I thought Adam may have chirped in there, but with that being the case as well, too. <laughs> I, I, just, I mean, all I'll say is that, you know, I'll, you know, I'll bring it up. So Go the on. first player that we're going to speak about is Polar. Now, if anybody's decided to have a, have a wee gander at Polar's Wikipedia page, you'll see he's retired twice now, which is only uh, one less time than Danny Boy. But what I will say that he beats Danny on is that this retirement, technically, he was on four different rosters. All right, I've got to ask you, name them. So... <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's only three, Adam. I was enough for it. I know Team Orange Gaming was one. Singul... No, Singularity, I think they technically left earlier in the month. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong on that. Right, just, just for the record, but a- Edelweiss Esports was the other one from the Swiss League. I remember right, that. Right, I, I, for a bonus point of the mini game section that hasn't existed already, <laughs> uh, Sam, can you? Would you like to stick with the answers Adam has given, or do you think Adam is right here? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, I am going to say Adam is wrong. Well, he, Rude. Well, he, well, I'm not giving a bonus point anyway. He was wrong, but it was three teams and it was the three that he said. So nobody gets a point and with that being the case. <laughs> Polar, we love you dearly. Sorry to see you decide their tire. He is going into coaching, but with that being the case as well. <laughs> yeah, that's the case. And speaking about seeing again as well, the former rival series player Taz has decided to call time on his career. So we'll see you next season, like every Rocket League player in Europe decides to do. Uh, do we want to add anything on this, gentleman? I'm not going to lie. Whenever I get into you know, on our talking points, I did have to go and re-Google who Taz was because I was like, I remember <laughs> playing on the... Like, that is oh, You cannot say that. I mean, I, I, I could remember that he played on Barcelona, but I didn't know where else he had played. So, so I went and had a look. And so, he's played on a lot of really good teams. So, sorry, Adam... How could you forget Taz and Matein on Echo Zulu? Dream hack, yeah. known for that, and he got annoyed because he was a defensive god and didn't want that. <laughs> I mean, all I'll say, good player from what I remember. Right, with that being the case, while well, he's been a good player, Adam, I believe there might be a mic issue, so can you restart on your end? Um, yes, I shall do. Uh, with that being the case, uh, Sam, any thoughts on our retirement players for this week before they eventually unretire, or shall we leave them in the retirement home to be nursed? Uh, I don't say anything too heartfelt. You have to save something for next time. Yeah, that's uh, Yeah. Hope Polo comes back, especially. I enjoyed Polo. He's a fun player to watch. Taz, I haven't followed any of his teams quite as closely as I probably followed Polar, but uh, from what I've heard, good things. Uh, I think he's just quitting the game. He's playing it for fun. Um, so hopefully he has a good time with that. Well, hopefully a good time. Adam, have you returned? <laughs> he most definitely has. Yes. Oh, he has. Is that better? <laughs> uh, I don't know that last I heard our, our live viewers, uh, bless you, um, said you were robo Adam. I don't know if that was accurate or not. I mean, they're just trolling. I'll be back. <laughs> I think it might have been just a comment on his Rocket League skills, maybe. I mean, yeah. I have to be compared to a bot many times. 
Right, with that being the case as well, that is section one over to that being the case as well. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been looking forward to hitting this button, and I think Adam has well been too. Ooh. Look at all the fancy graphics. Oh, is it singing? It is. And welcome to the Who Am I round. If you have been hearing us laughing in the background, I don't care. Welcome to the scuffest podcast there is in the European scene. In fact, the only European podcast that's somewhat still active. And by active, we don't know. Uh, I like that... how you're now active on one episode. <laughs> <laughs> we set the bar high for the region. <laughs> Uh, I, 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 I love how the entire scene of Rocket League as a whole has first touch and Europe has us. <laughs> the scuff cousins of the other side of the ocean. I was under the impression that we weren't doing that jingle today, so I I apologise. Maybe we'll play it again at another point so we can get its, uh, yes, its due respect. Yes, we certainly will. In fact, we will be playing this round if you haven't worked out of Who Am I?, we will be having five clues of this particular person in the Rocket League scene. Slight twist to the rules, however. With each guess, they will have a maximum total of ten points to win. With each guess, gentlemen, it will go down 8642. However, after, at the end of it, there will be one point if I have to repeat all the clues to give you one last chance however this is the small twist adam since this is your original game if you think that you have the answer you can say final answer and for the sake of the argument that coxer was the person in question you must say final answer and that will be locked in but sam you could have steal it away from because you get to hear all the clues unopposed i suppose that is the rule set all you happy with that uh yeah. yes <laughs> Good. if you're confused listening to this it becomes very easy once we actually play the game as yes. well too sam since you've got the liquidpedia page uh this the most recent of all three of us you get to choose between the envelopes in front of me labeled one two and three oh uh, i will take one please right number one as well too and by the looks of it i've opened it up it is the easiest funny enough out of this one here don't say that don't say yeah, that please don't say yeah, yeah. oh god okay uh, i'm not <laughs> I, I, i'm looking forward to this one all right so okay. i'm looking forward to the later ones on tonight here so clue number one gentlemen this is a French player established himself at a high level of round 2019. Oh, uh, and uh, so now I have to make a guess. No, no, you don't is. have to make a guess. You can tell me uh, your thoughts. Adam could oh, also uh, tell your thoughts as well, too. But Sam, do you have any? Uh, well, just to the Twitch chat, feel free to play along. I'll be watching closely for <laughs> any good, good suggestions. Um, <laughs> 2019... Uh, With that, I am definitely going to need another clue. 
there's a lot of French players, especially in that sort of time frame. Okay. Can I please have yep. another clue? Oh, no, both of you are playing at the same time here. So. Oh, Adam. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Sorry, Adam. <laughs> I, I, I think I have a really good idea of who it could be. <laughs> All right, you, you, you can share it, but if you don't want to, but are you both happy for me to concede to our next clue? Yes. By the awkward silence there at the original bit of sounds, that was the indeed answer. So, our clue number two for our first set. His results early in his career raised an eyebrow, specifically in 2020. Okay, I, I know oh, who I, it is. <laughs> right? The, I think. Now, now, if, now, if you say final answer, you cannot change it. Monk's yes. final answer. I know. Oh, 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 all right, hold on here. Adam, are you locked in? I just want to confirm this. I want to yes. lock in Monkey Moon. <laughs> right? Uh, uh, all right. I'm going, to, I'm going to read through the rest of the clues here. Okay. Right? And unfortunately, uh, you're going to be annoyed with yourselves. Oh, no. Don't tell me. As both of you have locked in, Clue number three would have been that season has increased to 10 teams. However, one of their closest matches was against TSM. This team, at the time, their coach was Snasky, TSM to be more specifically. Clue number four, oh, going 0-9. Oh, oh. A lot of trust required to pick up this player. The trust pays off interview by Finn from Octane GD titled, We Are Only Just Getting Started. <laughs> And clue number five, his Liquipedia has first in the fall, winter and spring from season X, but second in the European Championship and won the fall spring major of this current season. And based on the original hesitation from Adam, you were correct on the second guess, but I cannot accept it. It was extra indeed. There is no points awarded to both of our two players this round. It's, it's so annoying. Honestly, see, see on the first clue, whenever you said the breakthrough in 2019, I immediately was like, Right, it'll be extra. Because I was like, Monkey Moon's real breakthrough was the season after. And then as soon as... Yeah, I don't know yeah, why... Yeah, blame the host, right. Adam. That's it. I'm blaming Danny, even though it's all my fault. Right, I, I, I when, did... Like I, I, I did... Person, I, have to blame <laughs> <authority>. <laughs> I, I did say, if you say final answer, you cannot lock it. It was the one oh. twist to this game. I thought it was worthwhile. Oh, that was rude. So, I shouldn't have done that. So, um... <laughs> No points awarded to our first round of Who Am I? I hope you enjoyed our little fun with that. But with that being the case, um, we will be moving swiftly to section number two of our podcast. And with that being the case, you can see it's the Gatia Spring Cup, the Tour de Rocket League and the Super 16. You might be wondering, what is that? If you have no clue at the moment, that is the three main events of the Rocket League scene itself for the European event. And... I suppose we might as well look towards more specifically regional number one as an overview. And based on your screens, I saw one of our listeners at the time, Adam, and Sam, addresses to the Soccer Saturday theme. We hope you enjoy this because this was an absolute pain in the setup, but it was great fun nonetheless. So with that being the case as well too, Adam, we might as well somewhat talk about the fact as well BDS back on top it feels like I mean I've, I don't think anybody like I think everybody thought BDS and Seiko was going to be unfair on the European region because how were you meant to top that 
but let's be honest did anybody actually think it was going to be as ridiculously good as what they've turned out they're just it's like poetry <laughs> that's it's such it's almost perfect rocket league they just seem to never make any mistakes and they're not having to rely on any individual player they're all capable of really doing anything they could possibly want to do in this game and I, I i run out of words to really say about how good they are to watch now and really i, I know we're going to find out in a few weeks but to me they're favorites for the major that's uh, what i would say and i would say pretty comfortably i think the most telling thing about it is how far ahead they seem to be of moist because Moist are still fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that being said, Moist had a very weak regional. Um, to be honest, I think they've had a pretty weak time lately. The last, uh, essentially, this split. Um, defensively, they've been a little bit all over the shop. Um, I do agree with your point, though, about them being their favourite for the major. I think they're very good on LAN especially, which will probably play to their favour. Well, that sounds good as well, too, and I suppose it would be... Uh, I, I might be wrong with saying this here, but Sam, were they maybe slightly overhyped from winter uh, moist here? Because they did have a reasonable performance, probably surprised quite a lot here, being Europe's arguably last chance. Um, is there something missing from them? or Are they just playing the numbers game here and just making sure they get to London in the first place? Uh, I think individually, they're all great players. Uh, I think they have the potential to be a great team together, and we've seen that before in short bursts. And also, to be fair, in like fairly, they, they and they've been reasonably consistent up until this split. But I feel like there's been a little bit of a drop off uh, in that department. Um, but I think they have some of the most talented players in Europe on their team, and that's not something you can really understate. Well, you, you... I think the real telling thing is going to be this weekend, really, because yeah, I I know we're saying that the you know defensively they've maybe not looked quite as I mean I know we'll we'll obviously talk a little bit about Liquid later, but that significantly what loss that they had to Liquid in Regional Two was something that completely came out of left field. But really, it's a roster that won in the winter split, won two of the regionals, finished runner up in the second finished runner-up in the first regional and they've had one, well, and finished top four against the, a peaking liquid. Well, so it's like they're... It's go, I think this weekend will be the real telling point because there's a few teams that really seem to be playing well right now, well, at least based off of what we've seen tonight. Well, we'll get on to more specifically Regional 3 as its own top and point. But for, for the sake of a bit of statistics, if you are into that in terms of the Regional 1, in terms of the final itself, which told its own story somewhat as well, Sam, that BDS, three goals per game against 1.75 against Moyes. However, four, I'll just round up kindly, say five for Moist here. This was not a shy match from either of the two here. Moist, when they're in front, don't get me wrong, are credible, but they seem to struggle. At least how the statistics of the game would suggest here maybe also would be a problem in its own regards here because they have not worked out how to play against BDS 
I wouldn't say properly. They have, of course, done so recently up to this stage here, but not in spring. I mean, BDS uh, have quite a unique play style in Europe, I think, where they sort of have the um, two lines of defense. They sort of have a fake one where they kind of essentially force their first man on the ball to make a play. And then they sort of drop that line back quite a considerable distance. And then they've lost possession, essentially. And it's quite simple to depossess them. Uh, with uh, Moist having such mechanical, uh, somewhat solo play-orientated players, uh, as well as quite a young team, and probably not as high in the game sense department as uh, the likes of BDS, uh, I think there are a couple of the factors that play into that matchup and why maybe they struggle specifically against BDS. I think one of the interesting things about Moist is that it, it was said a lot at the in the winter major about Moist with, you know, momentum and the effect that momentum seems to have on this roster a lot more than others because they generally just don't lose game sixes or sevens. I mean, they were, I can't remember what the exact record was, but at one point they were something like, what, you know, there were like 20 wins in game sevens to only like five losses. It, it was outrageous. But... Do you think that's a big part of just them being a young team that whenever they do manage to change it, build up that momentum, they just seem to be able to maintain it? It's a good question, that. But uh, I think the statistic was actually a bit more volatile than that, uh, where it was mostly the OT's record. I think it was like 25, 27, and only losing five. Never mind one goal mm -hmm. margins games. But uh, the Cassier mind back of the Spanish lineup. Uh, just before season X itself really began as well too they were known for the game 5 expertise as well too it seems like Moise is able to step it up to game 7s as well too but uh, you can't rely on that forever no, I think that's probably the problem that they faced against BDS is that now you're playing a BDS team who are well clinical to put it lightly <laughs> I think BDS are quite a, he a, a distance ahead of the pack when it comes to Europe. I don't think there's many people who can compete with them. And I think the one team that has the potential to at the moment is Moist. And uh, that doesn't seem to be a particularly favorable, favorable matchup for them at the moment. So, Ooh. Well, I, I, I think one, one of the nice bits, actually, just I know, like we say, BDS have certainly got the upper hand at the moment. I think, you know, like it's interesting you saying about the two lines of defense that BDS now have because i think one of the concerns people had with seiko going to that roster was you do have a guy that is often a bit more defensive and then he's getting himself a hundred boost thing going for a solo play but now you know this new setup seems to just work but the, the thing i'm really looking forward to is it's been a long time since in a region where we've had two top teams that are a complete clash of styles and we're going to get to enjoy this while Moist figure it out. Because I don't doubt that they will figure it out and begin to hurt BDS. But I might just, I get the impression it might take a bit more into the major and maybe a little bit closer to Worlds before we actually see them getting getting over that hump. Just a general question to throw out there, because I'm trying to sit here and roughly work it out here. Different play styles in terms of general here, in terms of the top end of Europe, what would be the sort of the prime example of the two different play styles 
because I'm trying to recall there, and usually Europe is pretty much similar throughout. I, I think what Adam's saying is Moist and BDS are very much a clash of ideals to an extent where Moist would be much more uh, mechanical, maybe slightly a more uh, respectfully to BDS, but a somewhat quicker and more solo play-orientated team. And then BDS, I mean, defensively, they kind of just, in the midfield especially, fake challenge almost un unconditionally from, from what I've seen. Um which is um, not uncommon, but BDS do it to an extent where it's certainly more noticeable than most of the teams in Europe. And as Adam said, Moist are mostly just uh, really good at linking up and mechanics. And, you know, by mechanics, I obviously mean, so, like, yeah, you know. I, I don't disagree with that, but I'm trying to sort of, if you can name two teams at the top at the team of the European region, the five years of an esports, what would be the prime other example here? We're we talking about because uh, really, you're going, yeah. Uh, I'm just curious because I, 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 I would like to happening. explode that because I'm thinking PSG and maybe the old Guildforce and Dignitas lineup potentially would be an example when Bluey was first on the scene, but I can't really recall two different and I mean outstandingly different in the form of Moise and BDS because I didn't really consider that way. Uh, I, I mean, you're not going to accept an answer of two teams from different regions, I, I assume. No, 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 this is the European podcast, this is yeah, not... Yeah, no, I'm just... I was going to say, yeah, because the, the obvious one is going back to, you know, the beginning of the pro scene and the difference between IBP Cosmic and Flipside. Yes, but one that should have won a world is... championship and the other didn't. <laughs> but th this, this, is, this is the thing, though, is that... In one region, we've not well in Europe in particular, where I think over time, whether rightly or wrongly, a lot of people have perhaps I would I don't want to say tarnished because it implies I'm saying it's bad. Considering you know we've obviously won the majority of our CSs over on this side of the pond, but I think a lot of people liked to reduce Europe to oh Europe plays this way, and there was a set way that European teams played, and it seemed. I think it probably comes from, you know, having North American casters, North American stream, a majority North American audience, and it was easier to, you know, just tell the story like that. But I think, yeah, in terms of a drastic playstyle change, I think the last time we saw somebody really trying to buck the trend, it was probably Veloce, whenever they had Virtuoso, and that was just because, well, <laughs> Virtuoso just liked to hit players more than the ball which uh, very quickly didn't work out for them. But well, seeing two teams do this successfully is certainly not something that's happened in Europe, I'd argue. Well, interesting points and a topic I didn't even think that we were headed into that direction. But Regional 2 now on our screens as well too. Um, no surprise, we've lined up BDS being the top team has seemed to be considering moist as everybody has been talking about, it seems to be the second best team of the region. That might be a little bit more arguable. But um, I'm not saying here, but there's two, possibly three teams stand out in regional two. And I don't know. I think we might as well start with uh, K-Corp on that one. And Sam, the potential of their t sort notable matchups seem to be okay during this region for them. 
Um, let me just make sure. What region are you talking about? Re is that re regional, regional 1 or Regional 2? Regional 2. two that... um, oh, of course, the regional <laughs> where they destroyed everybody. Yes, that, um, that, that particular one. <laughs> I Actually, everyone was talking a lot about their form in the guild series in the lower quarters. I actually found that the... Um, uh, yeah, once again, respectfully, but the guild... Um, I feel like Guild were playing really, really not at the same level as Carmine, and it's not a great uh, insight into... Uh, I, I, I thought that was actually quite a shoddy game, almost. But the series between Moist and Carmine, and then the eventually Liquid versus Carmine, really show... Um, I, and I feel like it's kind of the first time we've seen this uh, with this team. Um, a... Uh, them having so much potential and just popping off to the extent that they did. It was particularly nice. I enjoyed watching them score the, uh, the Nolly score, the initial two goals against guilt in that series, especially who obviously, um, he, I believe he just found off on Twitter that, uh, he'd been dropped the regional before, which is, uh, I enjoyed watching that series, especially. I was wondering yeah, how <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was sort of the ultimate revenge story for Nolly, which for storyline was beautiful to watch because I, I I would even argue that whenever Carmine Corp signed in, I think I'm sure I'm, I wasn't alone in it, but I sat there and thought, really? Because Guild just hadn't been up to very much, and I was like, okay, Nolly's clearly a very good player, but is he really the solution to Carmine Court's problems? And, well, the answer appears to be yes on current form. I think Carmine Corp are actually... I, I, I think they're three really good players. I don't think there's... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. And I think they're going to become something of a force to be reckoned with in Europe in the... Potentially, if they stick together through the off-season, especially if we get to see them play in the LCS again. I think the the real interesting bit's gonna be whenever things don't go right for them because Yeah. Re good regional point. one Astral. wasn't Yeah, Ooh. I know this this is this is the thing. I mean Astral I'm hoping is uh shall we not say not as famously not not, not quite as Infamous. adept as <laughs> yeah as he used to be. I mean I'm hoping that he's gotten past that. And I mean I don't wanna break into too much of this regional again, but it's obviously fresh in the head, but they did drop down to the lower rounds tonight, spoiler alert, and, uh, you know, they did go and then beat Team Vitality 3-1, which I did watch, and they looked bloody impressive, uh, which uh, they've just dropped uh, down, uh, I'm like, maybe uh, uh, there is a bit of resolve there. I love how you said no spoilers and yet go on, on to potentially spoil there, Adam, but thank you very much for that. <laughs> that, that. That's me in a nutshell, Danny boy. Uh, I'm uh, like, uh, to be fair, it's a bad idea to watch a Rocket League podcast live, less than a couple of hours after the regional. <laughs> uh, look, this was the only time we could get agreement with three of us at one time. <laughs> and we only got three out of four in the end. Yes. <laughs> of which still Liam Curl. Uh, to be fair, Sam, 75% is still an A. <laughs> yeah, no, we, we'll certainly take that. Well, speaking about A's as well too, I suppose the Casey and Moy series was also over, well, watch as well too. Um, I have to say, 
it's to just again steal from your point earlier that Moist is arguably the second best team in the regional. The only problem is they lost. Um. Yes, and <laughs> once again, <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> no, no. Listen, um, I I think that Moist defensively have been a hot mess this split entirely. Um. Now, obviously, I mean, I I don't want to go too too in on the players because you know they're all good players. Obviously, they're also young as well, so you know you don't want to criticize young talent. But it's Uh, um... speak for yourself on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I suppose just it's not even any individual's performance that's specifically bad. It's just a team is just not gelling well together at all. Well, fair enough. With that being the case as well, too, and since Adam has been leaking it all night, we might as well look at the... Well, I'll just bring up briefly for our viewers the total standings as it is, but we'll focus more specifically on Spring as well, too. This was everything as it stood going into today. This has been the 10th of this particular month, known, of course, as June third regional everybody was looking around here i love how sam is laughing at that as well too i'm sorry danny you're doing a great job keep going yes thank you very much for that oh god uh, uh, oh god indeed (laughs) regret no i was enjoying i regret i regret stepping in i i showed you that's all right Uh, i I, I enjoyed in that case as well too but the top five as it's still going into it was bds moist liquid kc and of course solary 802, 600, 535, 10, 430, respectively. So, BDS being the only team that had confirmed their spot here, and there was a bunch of scenarios that could have went through. So, before we had... I was going to ask our thoughts going into this uh, main event here, but Adam's already decided to spoil elements of it, so we might as well bring up the, at least the results side of everything being the case as well too and on the screen you see yourself Dignitas and Semper being the somewhat biggest surprise of 3-1 but um, I didn't watch that much I was watching three matches and I was the only one watching the Liquid versus Guild series <laughs> and how did that series go Danny? well <laughs> how can I put this politely Guild are the biggest butler jobs in the scene at the moment, it feels like. Oh, well, uh, well, listen, David Beckham's made some bad decisions in terms of the roster, clearly, after the uh, the Carmine series. I thought we were going I mean, to talk that's... about his hair, never mind what team it was. <laughs> but, uh... Do you think David Beckham will take a leaf out of Ferguson's book and give him the hairdryer treatment? Uh, no, because I don't think Beckham <laughs> may not be smart enough to do that. <laughs> All I can say is is that if we get uh, Casio posting up an apology picture on Twitter with a plaster up on his uh, <laughs> just above the eyebrow, we, we'll know. We will know. <laughs> well, was it a boot or a water bottle that done it, or a stud? I think the I think uh, I think it was originally reported that it was a water bottle, but it was actually a football boot. <laughs> All right. Well. Saying that, didn't David Beckham quite famously used to get rid of his boots? So every single game that he ever played in his career was a new pair of boots. I could be completely making that up. I'm sure that was true. Well, well, I, I, that's a, 
You go ahead, oh. Sam. Don't worry. No, uh, we were taking bets before the podcast on who would be the first yeah. people to uh, to interject. Yes, and, and I said all me. bets were on Adam. No, I said it would be myself. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember what my point was. It can't have been particularly good. Uh, You're the one to blame. Yeah, even back in football boots. Yeah, oh, football boots. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam is currently uh, the... looking up the rules of football. <laughs> it's like Rocket League, except for people, no? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. And unfortunately, you can't fly. <laughs> well... I can't fly in Rocket well, League anyway. Adam can certainly fly, especially when it's football monitor 22 and somehow score goals of past certain people. Oh. <laughs> now, now, Danny, we're not allowed to talk about football manager when Fluff's in the chat because he's just going to... He'll just lord over us with his free titles. <laughs> uh, four, was it not? I don't know. I've, I, I'm all, 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 all that I know is I cost Adam a title by parking the bus and going for it at the same time. Don't ask me how that works, but that's what happened. Um, well, I suppose we should dangerously move back to the Rocket League stuff if we don't mind, gentlemen. <laughs> Why would we ever want to do such a thing like that? All right, we can talk about the rest of the football manager stuff for the next how long we're, we're no, going okay, to do Let's not do that. <laughs> All right, with that being the case as well, too... Um, I think it's fair at this point here to talk about liquid. Oh, unfortunately, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think it would be fair to say liquid as an organization, if you looked at their results, have been disappointing. Well, I mean, they've went through more rosters than, uh, well, it can't be far behind how many rosters Pashi went through. <laughs> Uh, I, I was thinking Mike rules, but he didn't try. Um, <laughs> Mike, Mike just kept pop, popping up with Jazer or my, a bipod and that and just random rosters going like, oh yeah, and then taking professional yeah. teams to game five. I, 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 I suppose Growly might be the worst offender of swapping of teams. Um, trying to think else. Actually else. true. Uh, Bluey? Growly's a good one. Bluey. Eh. Well, to be fair, you did stay on PSG for quite some time. Aye, but since I was against as well for the most part. <laughs> well, with that particular nice thought as well, too. Liquids, however, um, I suppose I owe an apology. So, as shocking as that sentence is, uh, I did not think this roster would come out the way they have. I thought this was going to be a long term project. Um, Are you saying liquid are better or worse than you expected? (laughs) Uh, I thought they were going to be a lot worse. I thought this team wasn't going to make a day three close qualifier event. Never mind knocking on a grand final in the main event. Yes, that was good. I would agree. Uh, It's (laughs) nice to see Robotic Sam has came in with his very steel. Yes, that is good. They've done pretty well in regional three as well, actually. Once again, oh, are we doing spoilers? I think, yeah, well, we're well, doing well, we've already well, spoiled. Well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Danny's well, get on this. So Join me on this bandwagon, well, well, Sam. Just, just for the record, before you ruin the party, it has regional three graphic on the screen right now for our mostly audio listeners, but it is there. Ah, oh, the audio listeners, unlucky. Yes. <laughs> 
We're so pretty. There is a way you not can get... knockoffs off a of football forecast. <laughs> there is a way you can get video onto Spotify, but I don't trust Adam will be the one to figure it out. So I, unfortunately for you audio listeners, that is unfortunately the case. Yes, uh, if you are on YouTube, you're not missing much. Um... Is YouTube audio as well? Uh, oh, surely we can get the graphics on YouTube. On we YouTube. can make that. Yeah, we'll, we'll don't say that. I, I, we'll figure I, this I, out. I, I look forward to the first 15 minutes of us ripping uh, on nothing I'm... with blank sound <laughs> on the opening of this podcast. But yes. Well, yeah, we might cut that bit out. That was... Ch- chat, chat can decide whether we cut it. <laughs> I, I, I think there should be a tweet on that one with a poll. But back to Liquid. Yes. Yeah, they've been doing good. Yes. They've been doing... Yes, no. Go on, Danny. This is uh, you seem like you want to make this point. No, so, I don't. It's, it's... No, I, I, no, I really don't. Well, uh, the extent of analysis say... I have is that they've been doing good. <laughs> what What I'll say on Liquid is that they've only lost a couple of uh, well, <laughs> the series that they've lost. They lost in regional one to Vitality, where they got swept. But to be fair, Vitality came out in that regional and actually looked like a Rocket League team again, which was, I think, a surprise for a lot of people. Yeah. That they looked as good as they did. Yeah, but... And then the next oh, series... Hold, hold, hold on here a second here before you carry on. If you're going through the historical data against Liquid versus Vitality, Vitality has always beaten Liquid. Well, yeah, yeah, Adam. What? Have you considered that, Adam? It's like, it, <laughs> to be fair, it's basically a different Liquid roster... It, all, it also it was also a different player on Vitality. Yes, exactly. Yes. So, yeah, I, you've ruined my point. I, I, I know, <laughs> I've enjoyed ruining your point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I'm just getting PTSD to being in nursery and kids knocking over my building blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do the dominoes and had it all lined up or the cars in a straight line and somebody just I, destroyed I, it? I've done the dominoes, but haven't done the car in the straight line. All right. Uh, this is a man who may work professionally with trains, so God help Scotland. <laughs> um, with that being the case, uh, you were talking about Vitality being a Rocket League team at that point. Yeah, I mean, Vitality in that first regional actually looked very good. I mean, they didn't replicate it in regional too, but they seemed to be... They seemed to... It's like... Uh, Whenever a football team gets a new manager and you get that new manager bounce, it was like that. They just seemed to be playing significantly better than I think anybody really anticipated. So, really, Liquid losing to them, and it was a close. I mean, I know it said 3 0, but it, the games were close. And the next series they lose against Carmine Court, who we've already spoken at, about a bit of length, and that they're obviously, you know, they've really are beginning to show their potential. And other than that, the only other team that's beating them in the splits is BDS, uh, uh, <laughs> which yeah. they beat everybody <laughs> and comfortably at that. So the, 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 I, this this liquid roster, I think, is definitely well. The, they've well, they've already guaranteed that they're making the major now off of the way the other results have gone today. Well, we'll we'll get on and, to that point in the moment, Adam. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Adam, stick to the script, Adam. You're ruining this podcast, Adam. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> it took a while, but the bullying has begun. <laughs> that, that's it. The bullying's finally worked its way to me, and I don't enjoy this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Danny, I think you were talking about liquid, uh, and I was excited to hear what you were going to say. Uh, 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 I don't think anybody was. Um, well, I was. Uh, that, that, that's very kind of you, watching my pain and suffering for two years. Uh, eventually come to an end, by the way. No longer on the Liquid Team broadcast, if anybody is interested. Hence why this podcast actually came about. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. For me, <laughs> I love how Adam is just sitting there laughing in the background. Oh, 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 I, I guess my one question for you, Danny... Are you happy or sad watching them now be successful right after you've left? <laughs> I, I, I'm happy for the organisation. <laughs> That's a politician's answer. <laughs> what, 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 what do you say to the people who point out the correlation between you stopping the broadcasts and Liquid suddenly being a top four team? I will happily... Is there any causation to this? <laughs> I, I, I will happily point out that... Uh, Every time I was alone with Liquid, they had always won. It was when Boyo and I was together. It never worked well. Oh, Boyo. Boyo's the cause. But is Boyo not still on the broadcast, Danny? He is. Oh, interesting. I wonder. Yeah. So he must be some... Huh. I don't see the point you're making. Boyo doesn't seem to be Do you feel like your building blocks have been knocked down, (laughs) Danny? No, I don't. My building blocks have been knocked down for the last three weeks or however long it was, but uh, Sam has has generally got the portal master out or some kind of scraper and decide, let's make this into a finer powder while we're at it here. I was actually excited to hear what you were going to say about liquid. No, but no, no, we're, we're just going to ignore the liquid situation and just move on because all my blocks have been knocked down. Um, okay, well, we'll re- rebuild them at some point. Uh, um, no, it's just a simple case of I'm happy liquid is doing well. The people are in the back of the scenes do a great job. Um, I didn't think it, they do as well as they did. Um, yeah. There's not much to add to that. Uh, I think these two gentlemen was making more fun of it, but I was expecting more abuse my way, Dixie, to be honest with you. More abuse than that. We, we've got to... Uh, we don't we don't want to spoil everybody in chat on the first go. No, you know, no, you've no. You've got, feel, to, you've feel, got feel, to work your way up to that pain tolerance. Feel free to take a swing while I'm down somewhat, Adam. <laughs> Now, now, Danny boy, I wouldn't want to do that. It's a Friday night. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> right. Uh, do we do, do we have a topic? I feel like this has gotten awfully derailed. No, we will hopefully won't be replicating the derailing and his field of work. Feel I, I would I would like to avoid that in my job. I don't think I would have a job for very long. You're scarily good at getting trains off the tracks. <laughs> so <laughs> derailing things. All I'll say is, everyone needs a hobby. <laughs> we were vaguely on top, but fair enough. Um, yeah, summary of that, Liquid doing very well. I'm somewhat happy for them. Uh, the somewhat, of course, I'm not on the team stream, so I get to be neutral somewhat again. Uh, with that being the case, we might as well look at the standings that somebody was talking about earlier in the broadcast and ruined the height that potentially could have came at him. Um, I don't know who you're talking about, Danny. I'll have to look about my room. <laughs> well, that being the case as well, too, BDS was the only team at, before going into the broadcast 
or today, however you want to look at it, was qualified. They have, of course, gained more points. I won't bother reading the total. Moist had secured it as well. Um, because of Vitality being knocked out as well, actually secured Liquid as well too. So there is only two spots left. Of course, that's being held by KC and Soldery as it stands. Only 10 points separating them for endpoint. And I was going to... I didn't think this was going to come up as a topic because I didn't think it was happening. But Sam, Endpoint, out of nowhere. Oh, yes. Um, Endpoint are out of nowhere indeed. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> yes, it's not funny when you're being called on the spot, isn't it? No, um, I, I, I'm... No, it's most definitely not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm looking forward to watching them play BDS tomorrow. Um, partially because they've shown such good form that uh, it actually has the potential to be a good series, which uh generally not the case when BDS is on the field. And uh, I think we have uh, some pretty cool matchups actually tomorrow between Moist and Liquid playing each other and uh, BDS and Endpoint. I think uh, I think it'll be a good day of Rocket League. All right, predictions then. Who are you having oh. got? Uh, I have BDS to win against Endpoint. Oh, no scores. We're just going with wins, are we? No, no, no. Uh, we need scores. Need yeah. scores. You need to, so need to should, nail your, your flag to the mast. Should, should we write this down? Of, I, I assume it's best of seven in the upper semis. All right, that, yeah, it's I best of seven, yes. Okay, 4-1. Uh, uh, oh, and 4-2? I don't know. Oh. I didn't actually catch many of Endpoint's games, so I don't know how they've been playing, but they seem to have won quite a lot of games. Right, so, so they must be doing well. So four one, and that was to whom? Uh, BDS. All right, I just want to double check. Oh, well, put down, put down four two actually. All It'll right, nice. four two. Would you like to change it to four one again? No, no, that's okay. thank you for the offer, but no. All right, moist you. and liquid then. Uh, I would imagine moist will win that. Uh, quite comfortably. So four nil. Well, uh, no, no. Not, not, uh, not, 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 not that comfortably, okay, all may, right. Maybe 4-2 or 4-3, but I think they'll be somewhat dominant in the games that they win, if uh, that makes sense. Right, right. I don't well, know. Well, just give me a number here, Sam, because you I, me... I think I think they'll win in game six or seven. We'll say, uh, we'll say it stops at game six. Right, 4-2 once more again on that one. Adam, BTS and Endpoint while we're having you as well too. I'm going to be stupid and bold, Danny. BDS with it. in my nature. <laughs> okay. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with something which goes against absolutely everything we've spoken about, just because I think it would make for a more interesting bracket. Uh, right. Okay. End point to win four three and Archie to one up Seiko. Oh. Oh right. Uh, <laughs> are you sure um, you want to nail your mass? All I'm going, to say, I'm going to caveat with this. I know that BDS are winning no, this no, series 4-0 no, no, or 4-1, no, 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 Adam. You're not getting away with, I'm just doing this for the content. Are you going with endpoint, yes or no? Fine, no. Right. BDS to sweep 4-0. Right. That, that's a serious one. Right. Liquid versus moist. <laughs> Liquid versus moist. I'm gonna go for free to moist. Right. I think that I think they'll 
edge it out. They were looking good earlier. I think they're... I mean, I didn't see the Liquid Guild game, but from what you said, it didn't sound like they were particularly impressive, so I don't think that's going to put them in good stead for tomorrow. Okay. Since you two as well, I'm going to now swiftly move low. No. Wait, are you not... No, no, no. No, I was going to make my predictions as well. Well, that being Get the case... prediction. <laughs> uh, I, I agree with your endpoint statement, and by that, I'll go with 4-1 to BDS. Um, and I'm going to go with a 4-3 to Team Liquid um, for the upper semi-finals. I disagree with you on the moist statement. So. Hmm. Uh, yes, being the still the liquid man somewhat, I still have a sense of loyalty and <laughs> stupidity too. Oh, so you don't actually, you just... No, I know, I generally believe liquid will win that. Okay, it's, okay. It's, it's, well, you're, like, you're like me with Dundee United whenever we're playing Celica Rangers. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, we can win. Right, well that being the Five case... Both the Rangers later, other story. <laughs> lower round three, while we're doing predictions out of nowhere... Adam, KC, or Evil Genius? Scoreline, please. Uh, well, it's his best of five, isn't it? Yes. So, honestly, I think KC will probably sweep this. Right. I saw Evil Geniuses against Misfits earlier, and it was... I mean, they were able to get the momentum going. I mean, they did reverse sweep them, but I don't think KC are going to give them the opportunity to start a reverse sweep. Sam, uh, are you taking? Okay, I will say, uh, evil geniuses take one game, and Carmine Cup will take three games, and I will say that. No, actually, I'll go to game five. I'll be three two. We'll say to Carmine Core. That was the most convoluted way of saying three one and changing it to three two. Yeah, well, I've got to keep you on your toes, Danny. I mean, you're sitting back doing the production. I mean, obviously, Kurt not here, so. Yeah, it's not like it's been popped on screen here either. But you know, fair enough. No, I know, but you've got to list them down in your notes so you can bring them up whenever we. Right. So you know. just to confirm, it's KC you had, or was it Evil Genius? Before I get uh, lost. KC uh, in game five. All right, L three one KC. I thought you were actually uh, going to something there, but you decided not to go with it. Uh, Sam, I'll let you go first. Dignitas or LG? Who have you got for that one, then? Uh, I would expect Dignitas, but although they seem to have had an uh, awfully tough time. They've gone to Game 5 twice. Uh, oh, that changes things. I will say Dignitas uh, take it in Game 5 as well. Oh, 3-1, 3-1, 3-1. Right, I won't go to Game 5. Sam? Danny, I need... <sighs> Okay. I, I, I love how you try to build drama up. Final answer, what is it? Final answer, 3-1 to dig. Okay. Sam, thank you very much. Adam? 3-2 Luminosity. You serious? I'm back in talks eats <laughs> own atomic to actually... What are you doing, do Adam? <laughs> right. <laughs> Considering what? that it sounds like uh, Guild are the biggest bottlers in Rocket League, they've clearly bottled it against Dignitas. And, uh, yeah, I think Lum Luminosity have beaten a Solary team who I think got arguably unlucky against having to play Moist in round two. And I reckon that they seem to be in slightly better form. And Dignitas are... I think Dignitas... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll sum up like this. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think Dignitas are going to reclaim their crown as the biggest bottle merchants in Rocket League. Oh, I, I, I say we're going to have an award show by the end of the season. Oh right. yes, right. it's actually quite a good idea. We will, we will do that. Right, oh, that's, I'm up that's for genius. It. I, I'm going three one. Oh, to LG. For the, the, oh. <laughs> Wait, oh, yes. Oh. I actually Why? agreed with Adam on that one. Uh, ah. Diggs went on a downward spiral, and I don't trust them making the major. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I, I don't see it happening, and just for a bit of context as well, too, BDS the only one to make to all of the lands so far, because we know they were qualified. Dignitas on two, potentially could have been three. I'm going against that. Vitality and Semper was absent from winter and Moise and EG came from winter. Potentially could make it back to back. Moise certainly now has. EG looking a little bit more unlikely in that situation. But uh, with that being the case as well too, I just want a quick summary. Atom, for you, we'll start on this one. Seiko or Archie, which one was the better of the two pickups? Seiko. Uh, Sam? Uh, yes, Seiko. Okay, with that being the case as well too, I think that is mostly the regional wrapped up unless we have any final points. Who who do you think was better between uh, Seiko and Archie? I hate you. That... Uh... No, I mean, <laughs> listen. Um, uh, This pains me to say it, but I actually like Archie more. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, do, do you do you have any just justification or just the way he plays? It's it's, it's annoyingly good, and it, to me, I don't see him remaining on that lineup. That he gets, I can see him transfer, but again, no. I I think the the main thing is is that uh... oh my god, I had a slow moment there. Semper kept his contract, haven't he? He's only on loan. Yes. So. I think that roster will likely be completely overhauled and they'll let Archie have his pick, basically. All right, fair enough. Um, with that being the case, that is our regional review, somewhat loosely summarised with, again, ill-informed opinions. Welcome to Part-Time Pros. This is our podcast. With that being the case as well, gentlemen, I get to hit the button again. Not even a whoop or anything there, but well, last time I, I whooped, I I ruined it. So all right, I'm hitting the button. I'm letting <laughs> you know we are moving to our second of our three mini games. Oh yes. And just like that, it is who am I. Uh, just for the record, we have played one round of this game and we had ended up with zero points. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Thanks it Danny. Wasn't a, it wasn't a strong start because uh, I'm just really, I'm still tilted by that. I, I, I know. Have, I, I wrote on, on that. that first, <laughs> on that first clue, I was super close to just going extra final answer, and I, I didn't. I was like, no, no, I'm going to wait. And then I let myself get thrown <laughs> off. 
I, I love the slight change with the rule set of the final answer, Adam, because I knew that was going to trip somebody up. <laughs> and it tripped both of us up. I know. That is, that's supposedly the easy one, I think you said, Danny. Oh. That, that, that was. I have two envelopes in front of me. Sam had picked his... Well, sorry, he picked the first one. Adam, I'll allow you to pick the remaining second or third envelope. We'll go for the third. Okay, and... Ooh. This one is the more interesting one in minds, but not the hardest one tonight. So good luck to you, um, gentlemen. LTX Sam, lock it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that is no, no, just no, to be no, clear. I have not locked it in. Not, not unfortunately. Just clarifying that now. Just not final answer. That is the official term to get it through. So I'm going to read clue number one, but please do not say final answer unless you are secure and happy with your answer, gentlemen, just to make sure. Won a Rocket Beget tournament, B tier, just under 5k euros in 2018. This lineup would have provided highlights for the good, bad, and ugly reasons. Right, just as well. Not a clue. <laughs> just to give you as well too. This is the only round of who am I has specific answers to each clue as well. This is a I... axier sort just to throw you off potential too. <laughs> I I I I I think it could be Monkey Moon. That, uh... that, that that's okay. Anybody else? Just trying to think who would have been in. Rocket Baguette tournaments from back then. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, oh Monkey wasn't around in 2018. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't think the Coliseum would have been later. Uh, Coliseum was 2017, my first major oh, event. And just okay. for the record, it was sponsored by Psyonix and I think the first European event. Just for a bit of history while we're on this as well, too. As well. The two gentlemen has agreed not to look up Liquipedia and Octanes and etc. Just in case anybody is interested as well too. I don't care if they do, but we'll know if they will. Um, I'm okay to move on to the second clue. Yes, yeah. please. Okay. Another Rocket Baguette event was sponsored by Psyonix. Cemented their right as a serious contender at the time. However... This is the same team members, but under a different org slash name. Is this podcast sponsored by the Rocket Baguette? I, 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 all the, <laughs> I, don't I don't know what's happening. Why are all the questions about Rocket Baguette? Chocolate digestives. <laughs> uh, any for you, Adam, here while we're at it? Rolex watch or something? Uh, not a clue. Um, so, so it's the same... It so is. They played under a different name at this point. Yes, like the same orcs, members, so. quite literally, but they play it on a different name or org, just to make it somewhat maybe potentially confusing. And, and it's the right, individual okay. on this team yes. who... Have you given... Okay. Um... I have no idea. <laughs> okay, I'm moving on to the third clue based on this. Yes. Right. Go for it. Clue number three. The first oh, LAN of 2019, according to the org's tweet. 
This was one of the few, if not first proper loans. Oh. Wait. Did PSG ever have a loan? And then they moved to Barca? Or the other way around? To the viewers at home, or if you are listening live, feel free, of course, to play along as well, too. We hope you are enjoying this one as well, too. But any oh, final answers? Wait, one second. Unfortunately, I am going to be moving... <laughs> Final answer. Right. Adam has marked himself in on the third clue. I, However, oh, Sam will be moving on to clue number four. So he can still play. Yeah, I, I know it was someone, that, someone actually put speed in the Twitch chat there, Adam. Yes, I hope uh, that uh, didn't, didn't do anything to sway your Right. Anyways, your anyways, <laughs> anyways, I'm moving on to clue I number don't, four. I just, remembered an, I just remembered an event I mentioned earlier and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. This land was a major win. And the catalyst for his move to become permanent. Any ideas, Sam? I always get speed and Yukio mixed up. Okay. In uh, in the, yes, um, I I I know it's one of speed or Yukio. Right, I can give you the fifth clue, <laughs> but if you say final answer, I will be reading it, but you won't get the points if you are wrong. Okay, tell tell me the fifth clue. Right. So, for two points, the next season he returned under a team name earlier in his career, but one of the current team members followed, and one from the team that he had been signed to, Team Liquid. I'm sorry, can you please repeat the... the right. Uh, the, the season the he returned under a different team name, one he used earlier in his career, one from that team followed him and one that he had signed with what that being team liquid okay speed right that's your final answer yeah right i'm just going to read back the clues here gentlemen okay right? that doesn't and sound I, good and i'm going to give you the answers to each one as well too this is the only one i've done this for just for a bit of fun what a rocket baguette tournament b tier 5k that was clue number one that was the triple trouble lineup hmm. the second clue was a different team name or org that was red reserve the second clue the third clue was the land that was wso4 mentioned fully yeah. enough on this show earlier not scheduled yeah. or pre that the land and the move which was the catalyst and the org that sent out that tweet was of course flipside tactics at the time and for the team that he had used prior but reuse was the bricks that was uh the likes of Fruity and Coxer moving across over from the bricks at the time. It was Mystic and Coxer. Fruity early in a career played with Speed under that team name. So you were correct, gentlemen. Speed was the right answer for six and two points, respectively. So, what was the event that Yukio came in for? That was WSO4. He moved to Dignitas for the same event, but it was a permanent move. I see. Okay. I, I, well, I hope you enjoyed that. Well, that was fun for me, the right. No, no, that, that, that was quite enjoyable. Oh, so, so Adam, does Adam get more points than me for that since yeah. he guessed in the third clue? Yes, he does. He gets six points to two. So we are hotting up on episode one. <laughs> Fantastic. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? You said it's six to two. Six to two. Oh, so what? <laughs> 
that seems unnecessarily. Yes, two points per clue. Why is it two points per clue? You get ten points at clue number five, and you get say final answer, and you go for it. It's two points at the fifth clue. So there's reward for jumping early. Awful, awful shame. Okay, what's the uh, what's the follow up segment? I'm excited. Oh, thanks for that perfect segue, Sam. Very I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm a little bummed out over the game. You can still make it up, Samuel. Don't but get disheartened. Keep on believing. But our third topic is London itself. North America and Europe and the ooh. rest of the field. Oh, finally, a bit of game show action with the ooh, ooh. noise. <laughs> Why did I agree to this? Oh, like the podcast? Yes. Why did we all agree to this? <laughs> Ah, uh, it seemed fun at the time. It did. Uh, we hope everybody else has enjoyed it. <laughs> I am too. Uh, with that being the case as well too, the 27th of May 2022, or 2022, English is difficult sometimes, and the RL Esports history may be remembered for the wrong reasons. For a bit of history in itself, down the memory lane, 6th of August 2016, some of the very best attempted a world championship. The likes of Greasy, Maestro, Mark Coxer, oh, Jacob Fireburn, Cornelby, Overseer, and, funny enough, Garrett G. But there was a VT at the time. Garrett G had unfinished business as it was built up to be. He was at London before on the 8th of June 2018, battling Dignitas one bracket reset, a game seven and an OT. Very memorable for some, but it was much there till he got his crown in the December 15th, 2019 on European soil. I feel like Adam might have a point or two on that one there, but to get more to the point on the 27th, he had failed to qualify for a RLCS LAN. It was three Sam players under the North America RLCS. However, it was the complexity banner that knocked him down. And the annoying factor as well, NRG was up 2-0. They were 2-1-2-1, lost the next 2-0-1-0-3, and Championship Field provided the backdrop and lost 2-1 to the favour that was complexity game to move on. And the tweet itself, however, was a little bit shocking as we saw NRG through the Liquipedia tweet there that they will not be participating. So, Sam, Garrett G not going to London. Um, are you disappointed not meeting a legend of the scene? Awfully sad, but the one thing I would say do, about do, the legend do, do, of the scene... Do you want to try that a bit more sincere there? Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going somewhere. But listen, maybe it's not quite as sad as people think, right? Because he has been to every RLCS LAN event, but he is still... Uh, I believe he's locked in to be going to the World Championships anyways, or essentially anyways. He, you know, was certainly in the range where it would be quite impressive if he managed to not rack up the points for it. So... In terms of every RLCS World Championships, he will likely still be attending. So, as sad as that statistic is, it's only a... It's not quite as significant of a blow to Garrett's legacy as uh, some might think. Just to cut in here, I was reading, funny enough, on Breaking News here, Finn, who I mentioned earlier, has just tweeted out that this will be the first World Championship with KDOP not being a Worlds based on the result prior to it that has actually been confirmed there. Um, however, small asterisk to that, there is the wild card. So uh, just to 
in case he does and that will require a bit of mathematics to work out fully but adam um it would be strange not seeing Garrett G there Adam, Adam I think I think I think Adam Adam's gone. I, I think Adam's crying. I'm here. <laughs> oh hello I'm Adam. I'm crying in sadness at the thought of Garrett G not being there. <laughs> so I can see him all You pulled that back screen. nicely. Fair so, see, that was brilliant. <laughs> Had your takeaway just arrived at the wrong time there. No, I muted myself during your monologue and then I realized uh, just as I started speaking, I was like, oh wait. I didn't unmute. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's not as worse as somebody forgetting to add the uh, options of sound on their OBS setups. <laughs> I can't think of anybody that would no. do such a thing. <laughs> not, but, not after five years in production. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in all seriousness, it's going to be weird that Garrett's not there, but th there's been a lot of talk on the run-up to this split about let's be honest, the way the energy of approach scrims, of approach practices and that, and it seems like they're beginning to try and rectify it, but I don't know. It's like, there, there just seems to be a bit of an odd culture where energy have been on top for so long. And I think it's quite telling that the one world championship that that roster did win was with Turbo Pulsa, who walks in the door from Europe after having had a bad season in EU with Dignitas, and he's like, no, I am one of the best players in the world, and I'm going to make you guys like into the best team in the world. And as much as Energy were good in RLCS Season X and all that, and Season 9 they were great until, you know, Worlds was cancelled, where their motivation clearly tanked, because all of their losses came after that announcement. I don't know. I think there seems to be they seem to be comfortable, and I think pe people. I think whenever they they didn't show up in regional one, probably started thinking like like a lot of people obviously like, oh energy are dropping off, and a lot of people are like, no 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 you've got to wait and see. But I think having seen three regionals now, it's quite clear that there has been a big drop off, and I think that's just them not taking it seriously enough with the other teams in the region that they're that's now beginning to catch up on them because you do have that many teams now in north america that are dangerous i i was oh. talking to someone about this and uh, they made a really good point that all of energy's downfall um all started with the winter major where they were outperformed interna internationally by the likes of oce potentially sam i'm not too sure if they lost to a sam team and um, they struggled against a lot of the European teams as well, which, oddly enough, for a team where Europe performed so poorly, um, was pretty strange. But they made the point that Energy's name, especially in North America, always carried a lot of weight. And teams going into matchups with Energy were undoubtedly uh, quite nervous. And then that combined with the fact that Energy are very selective with who they scrim with and so exclusive to the point where whenever they're playing the teams in the top 16 all the way down to maybe even the top eight range energy are essentially uh it, 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 they only have experience playing against energy in a tournament uh tournament situation essentially um and now that they have been dismantled internationally by uh, what a lot of people would consider to be minor regions uh people are starting to see that 
in in, in NA, especially in the lower end, uh, that they are not unbeatable and they do have flaws and that it's actually not that hard to sh- get them to show their flaws. And, and, and that's why they've been having so many issues, I guess, against uh, the top 16, top 12, top 8 teams. Or at the very least, it's it's something we're considering when we're talking about it. I think the thing is, whenever you see what came out about the way they approach scrims and all that, they seem to really, I guess, take offence, I guess. I know that Justin put out twit longers off the back of it, and, but... <laughs> I it's awfully know. funny, I, I isn't it? The yeah. energies, <laughs> the old scrim people who like bump me, and demo and, you know. <laughs> to me, reading, like, Justin's twit longer back, I was like, this hasn't told me anything that, like, the original ones that, like, Common at put out that they didn't already tell me. I was like, this, that there was no uh, redemption in it. I was like, it's quite clear that it was basically them admitting, yeah, we've not been taking it seriously because the other teams were being stupid. And it's like, well, you can say all you want about other teams being stupid, they're being very aggressive on dump bumps and demos and all that. But V1 went on and had a very good major with that playstyle. Teams are working on these things. And I think it's quite telling that the minor region struggles have come against, like, well, Fury had dismantled them. The, the one game that Furia lost against them was the first game, and it was a 5-4 overtime. It was a very tight game. Then they won game to like 3-2. Then they won 2-0 and then like 4-1. And by the end of it, Furia looked like... In that last game, I just remember watching Furia thinking, oh, well, you could score 7 or 8 if you really wanted to. But they were just like on wind-down mode. They were like, oh, well, we're, we've got other games to play here. No point in wasting the energy, really, which... No pun intended there, by the way. I just caught that. I was like, oh, no. I've uh, done it now. Well, one thing I, I've kind of been hoping would happen off the back of this is now that Energy are something of a top 16 team, that the other teams would stop scrimming them under the umbrella of, oh, you're a top 16 team and we don't play top 16 teams, unfortunately. Um but yeah, that doesn't really seem to be happening. I do I think it's the end of energy, though. I mean, going into the off season, I don't think they're going to stick together. Uh, th- there's definitely a roster change in that, oh. and potentially a, a whole splitter. Oh, oh, Danny, you seem to. Oh, hold on! Is this the first proper with of rumor will rumor mill? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> drama coming from this podcast. Are you saying energy splitting change or some kind just to confirm that? Yes. Right. Uh, who? I, I, no, 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 no. Let, I don't know who. No, no, it's, uh, no, no. I, you made the statement. I want now with an opinion. Who should go? Or if not, who? Oh, at all? who should go? Yes. Uh, oh. Oh. A lot. Uh, everyone's gonna say Gary. Uh, is what I imagine the <laughs> public. The, 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 the irony to it is that I think Garrett G is the one that really should stay. <laughs> I, I that is like I think on the pitch I think Garrett is probably the weakest. That's the one thing I would say. Mm-hmm. I think off the pitch I think Garrett is by far he does so much for energy in the mental department. But I think I think I'd the be... real telling one was the fall major final. Yeah, because that let's be honest. They were, they were crushed in the first series, and you know Garrett and that just started having a laugh, and then the other two caught and it and really did have a lot of fun with it in the end, and they played a lot better for it. But Squishy and Justin, 
aren't players that I see. I think I think the thing is now is that Justin and Swisher are at a point in their career where they can't rely on the fact that oh we were mechanically the best and like the top five players in our region because neither of them are in that argument and are in that conversation in North America I'd say I'd say there's a good amount of players that are mechanically better than them and significantly more capable than them so yeah. really unless they unless as a roster they manage to change that entire culture and attitude which isn't it's not an easy thing to do like even making one change isn't guaranteed to make it it's like and as an org if energy is going to stick with any of their players i think odds are it's going to be garrett it's going to be the man that they've had there for what five or six years at least i i i think it could very well be the end of squishy and justin but the uh, I know Danny's loving this. Uh, I think I think I, the one I, I thought I was going to get it worse with you know the speed comments, but if any of our North America viewers, you're two are getting it with this, let's kick Squishy and Justin out. Right. I, well, I, I think his, the better. His, his, sorry, Sam. I'll let you go. I, I I was just going to say I think the one thing that's likely to keep them together is uh, I'm under the impression they're under quite a nice contract that includes content creation quite integrated in with a lot of what they do so it would be kind of it would be a big shift if they split up sorry Adam I cut you off just for the record we don't actually fully know what the contract is as a speculation just to clarify that Danny it's PTP they know it's speculation the (laughs) ill-informed strikes again yes I will we are ill-informed Samuel (laughs) (laughs) Joe what Adam I I hear live on this podcast we are having the ill-informed I don't know, jingle coming up for any time one of us is off topic and waffling out of our backsides. (laughs) Well, what I was just going to try and quickly say to (laughs) sort of help back me and Sam up here. No, don't. Keep on sliding. No, no, no. no, no. So, realistically, if you look at the top eight teams in North America. Can I cut in here at this point? Yeah, because I was going to. Re- <laughs> He's three six words in. I, I'm well aware of that I was going to read out that World Championship scenarios at some I'll point. I'll go for it. To ha- yeah, yeah, to ha- it. Help out this topic for a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. okay go for okay. it. Right. Go for it. G two E Sports and Fears has clinched the World Championships main event. NRG at this moment with its current team, unless Adam or Sam was the manager of it, would have booked their players out of it, have clinched the World Championship spot. What's still to be decided is SSG v1 Envy and complexity based on what the landing situation is, based on how the results are there. Oxygen could, mind you, slip in depending if the other teams do better than expectations just to put the scenario out there on the top sort of teams as the moment stands, Adam, just to help you out a bit here. Yeah, so uh, it, the thing is, Energy did all of the their work really to get there in the first the first split. The fall splits where it really all came together. Winter split, you know, G2 were without a doubt the best team in North America. And I mean, I say that. I know that they obviously lost like regional one uh to like energy sorry finished second in regional one but then they and like they were there and thereabouts in the second split but in that winter split you had the emergence of v1 ssg had brought in daniel you had the emergence of them 
you had uh, you know there was like like FaZe were really beginning to become a consistent top four team despite the fact that they don't know how to defend but that's a debate we'll have on another <laughs> on another podcast but I think the thing is whenever you look at the fact that you had the emergence of all these teams energy clearly didn't change anything and then they've been stung by it and it's now at a point where if you look at the top eight teams in north america what team could justin or swishy get on all right and would they actually improve Uh, i'll counter that by saying why not envy splits up and then maybe form out one or two players out with nrg making a new roster I love that this is a European podcast and this is what we've been... This is the uh, the section Adam wanted in. Let's make fun of our friends across the pond. And by friends, is that one guy Adam knows and let's point at him. Right. Well, what I'm just going to say on this is that the current Envy roster with uh, Mysteries and Illusion... Yes. As much as... And the... They they're a consistent top eight team. Well, now. Uh, oh, all right. Yes. Well, they have been this regional. I mean, they've had a they've had a couple like two top fours. Was it? I know regional two. They were top four. Uh, I think yes. I would need to double check in regional. But yeah, help out here just to make life easier for you. Back in fall, they had a bronze and silver medal. Effectively, nothing in winter. They failed to make the LAN itself here and the only thing they've got significantly was a bronze position in regional two of spring here so yes they have been on an upward trajectory winter however was signs of a potential change which ended up turbo being bench let's be fair here which yeah the, there has been the change this split but realistically is Justin or Squishy going to improve that roster uh yes <laughs> I, I actually think Justin and Squishy would be much more suited. I, I I feel like they're almost the two kids in class who you don't really want sitting together as like a teacher because they cause trouble and all these issues and, you know, won't scrim people because they demo and have maybe a bit of a bad attitude. So I think if they did end up splitting up and integrating into another team where they are now outnumbered, I, 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 I think it could... It could work out quite well for the team. Right, so what you're suggesting is North America needs a naughty step. <laughs> and you can go and sit Justin and Squishy on it in the corner. Opposite corner, so they can't talk to each other. <laughs> and in all seriousness, so that's the thing, is that if... if any sorry, sorry, Adam, can we just appreciate that moment of brilliance? Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's not I, bad. I, I, can can we fly them out to london and just have the naughty step there when we just get to watch them no you can't play we'll watch your other friends how we're on the center stage Hmm. (laughs) but yeah i I, want to hear what adam has to say yes it's probably much more interesting realistically i think the way the energies players all end up in the best possible situation for them is that all three of them split and go their separate ways because i don't think it's going to be good for any of them to keep playing with each other because I think they all really need a fresh start. And in all honest, and I hope, all I'll say is, I if it does happen, I hope Garrett gets the best deal of the lot of them. Because he's we, the we one like guy Garrett. from that roster I really like. Yeah, Garrett's a really good guy. Uh, uh, all right, well, well, we'll leave North America there with a potential of Miss Marple Mystery, who has done NRG on the floor. We'll have the potential forensics on that one. But 
I'll touch on quickly on Europe here before we end up to midnight in Europe here just on tonight's broadcast of this podcast. BDS and Moyes has clinched at least the world wildcard for the World Championship. Endpoint dig Semper in that order. Any loss for Dignitas will give Endpoint the guaranteed spot. A clinch, however, for Dig and Endpoint will require Semper not making it. Evil Geniuses KC could still make it, however, with the two weird ones here. Vitality is out, but again, that will depend on Landon itself. LG, depending if the defeat against Dignitas against them happens here. And Liquid could still make it, however, their odds is extremely unlikely. With that being the case as well, too, there has been other teams who have made it through in terms of it. Furious, Team Secret, Verdi, Falcons, the former uh, Sandrock roster, Veloci. We could sit here and name them all here, but before we somewhat head to the end of our podcast here, um, any final thoughts here before Landon itself? My, my uh, big hope for Landon is that Furia again puts in a top six performance at least. Because top they six. really kicked it up. Top six. They finished top six last time, and they did. In all honesty, I think top six. I think they had it in them. You even maybe sneak a top four. Do we know who they got knocked out by? I can't remember. They got knocked out by some team. <laughs> They lost the G2 earlier in that tournament. The upper semis 4 2. And then they got beat 4 3 by Queso. That's a really good performance. I did that well. Yeah, were very impressive last night. The only series that they weren't impressive. Was whatever they threw against Renegades. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. that was I remember nice. that series. I was in complete disbelief watching it. I was like, this isn't on. I, I was in the VC with Adam on that one. I enjoyed every moment of it. <laughs> I, I was ready to lose my mind. I was like, right, you free won the NRG. You've went and beat Europe's top seed. Or not top seed. They weren't top seed in that one. But you've went and beat Endpoint, respectable European team. And then you get swept by Renegades. <laughs> I didn't know you were such a Furia fan. I I used to fanboy heavily on South America. And then basically what happened was I'd been stung too many times from really just blindly supporting South American teams that the winter major, I went, no, I don't think they're going to do very well. And then what do they do? They do very well. Well, you'll have to replicate that somehow in the spring. Yeah, actually, yeah, I take it all back. Fury are going to go home last. <laughs> yeah, very right. good. Sam, yourself? Oh, any uh, final talking points on London? Yeah, well, well we're at that, yeah. Uh, don't think no. so, to be honest. I feel like we've covered it quite well. Uh, Excited right. to go, and it should be fun, and I'll hopefully I meet some PTP people, some PTPs. Uh, well, Sam, definitely tries to get some friends here by the sounds of sorry so um, no listen happens yes um, we will hopefully have more in terms of the podcast we hope you have enjoyed it so far but it's not over just yet 
as gentlemen, we do have one final round of our mini games tonight. Oh yes. <laughs> Adam's awfully excited because he's four points ahead, and that's slightly tilting, to be honest. So, so, somehow that has got the biggest reaction out of me tonight. Uh, we will you be heading. We'll be heading to the very much the jingle that Adam has prepared because oh, we do the jingle again. Oh, I love the jingle. We always do the jingle for this. Okay, brilliant. Well, I have the jingle. I uh, don't. Oh. And just like that, who am I? Danny. There we I go. love this podcast, <laughs> man. This is brilliant. Danny, you've got to find some way to mute us when you're playing that song. No, I, I, it again. I enjoy it with the potential mistake could happen on broadcast. Let's have fun with it, as Adam once <laughs> said to me. Um, with that being the case as well, too, the current standings is six points to two. Thank you yep. for reminding everybody of. Okay, brilliant. What's the what's the first anyway. clue, Danny? Uh, no, you have to pick an envelope <laughs> of uh, option number two out of three. What? Wait, 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 wait. There's only one, one envelope left. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's okay. what I'm saying. Do you want envelope wait. number two or envelope number two? <laughs> I, I I will take two, please. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. This one is arguably the hardest. Of the set oh, of clues tonight. Should have picked differently. Oh no. Oh no. You, you were given a very little <laughs> option tonight. Two, Sam. You should have picked two. <laughs> two, two, too many. But with that being the case, clue number one. Old legend of the esports. His nationality is Dutch and a part of a real old school lineup and has played SARP. Oh, that's a lot of clues. Yes, I, I I thought to give you a bit more help with this one. This is a stinker of a uh, who am I round. I appreciate that. Uh, okay. I've got I've got a name in my head, but I don't. You, you, not... you can't say. It. I... By the way, chat, just to make absolute certainty, do not give any clues to the players <laughs> because Adam may have I... got speed earlier today. No, I don't remember. I said W S O E. No, listen, listen. They, 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 they can type away. We'll close yeah, the chat. Yeah, how, I, about, how about that as a nice? But I just want to make sure, just in case there's no assistance, because I'd be surprised but if one of them gets I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll say my initial thought. My initial thought was Remco, but I can't remember if he played Sarp. Okay. No takers on final answers. What, when you say legend in the scene, I'm going to ask a question. Has this person played in the RLCS? Yes. I can't answer that question. You can't answer that question. Yes, I can't. I, I this is just some random... No, no, no. So it could just be a random goal too? No, no, no. I will guarantee... I'm just listing uh, Dutch people who play Rocket League. <laughs> Trust me, I can't answer the question, but this person has been heard multiple times before. Second, and he plays Rocket League. Second clue. Okay. Scotland has a connection to this player. The very old Team Sasu has signed this player on August the 16th, 2015. Team Shizu? 
my word who played on that i mean i remember oh what was his name actually o'neill was that yes it is yeah i mean i'm speaking about the scottish boy obviously but right no takers this, this podcast feels rigged Right, any takers on this one? No. Yeah, I, I don't remember anybody that ever played with O'Neill. Okay, I just oh, oh, him. Oh, uh, okay, clue number three. Season one, and by that I refer to the RLCS, was too close for this team. Two league play qualifiers and made it through by only five points. Wait, so... These are not very helpful clues. <laughs> I, I, I told you, this is a real stinker of the one. Okay. You made it through. You mean to Worlds? Yes. Uh, this was yeah. season one. There was two yeah, league play qualifiers. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, I guess it must be somebody from the Flying Dutchman. Okay. With that being the case, I am moving on to clue number four. By the sounds of it, very little hope here at the moment. Three Dutch legends has attended this LAN Premier tier at the time. Their result or their tournament was ended by a flip side tactic organization. I'm going to say Jesse, final answer. Okay, final answer. Right. Uh, I can't. I'm going to tell you the fifth clue, Sam, because I don't think you have it. Yeah, I well, the best guess I have at the moment is Jesse. Okay, but that's Which not is, your final answer. It's also I, not based on... Okay, uh, your uh, fifth and yeah. final clue to get two points closer to Atom. Left a mark as a player, however, known under a different site, under trivia, one of the first contributors and still active on this wiki. <laughs> I, Danny, I'm. I have. I have no idea. Okay. I. I am my final guess, Jesse. Okay. <laughs> this is way too I, hard. I, I know. I know we'll be wrong. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm sure of that. But <laughs> just to Everyone, clarify yeah. even further, since they're both that there, it was one of the first contributors still active or actively contributing to this wiki. Uh, chat, congratulations. Some of you can award yourself 10 points and already smarter than our two contestants. It was not Jesse. It was uh, Vogan, the main man over at Vogan Liquid. Vogan's still active. I don't, I don't know. I, yes, I don't he is. Who, I don't know who Vogan is. Well, that's because you have to know your knowledge that dates back to season one. I told you this was going to be a stinker. But ladies oh, wow. and gentlemen, that was Who Am I? <laughs> <laughs> When you say a legend in the scene, you mean someone... How dare you not done... suggest that Vogan is not a legend? I could deduct <laughs> points off you, Samuel. Yeah, I, don't think I, I, don't, I don't have any... Well, I've you have two, two points, but I'm not going to do yeah. that. You know, oh, I'll, 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 te I'll tell a wee story. I, I'd argue <laughs> Vogan's a legend, purely because was it not RLCS Season 2 where they didn't sign up with a sub and it turned out they couldn't play the qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I might have heard about that. Because... That was pretty legendary to see okay. those Maybe I do know Vogue. Okay, my bad, Vogan. He seems like a cool guy. I'd like to meet him one day. He seems like a beast. Right, with that being the case as well, too, that is our podcast wrapped up. We talked about legends maybe finding it difficult. We talked about spring. We even talked about Landon. Uh, Adam, 
any final thoughts here before we say goodbye to our listeners? No. Okay, Sam. <laughs> uh, I hope you enjoyed the final PTP podcast <laughs> more than likely. I mean, I, knowing us, probably not going to be many more of these, but who knows? That's the part of the excitement, I think. Well, with that being said, I'd like to deeply thank Sam and Atom for saying yes to the podcast and has <laughs> stuck. Uh, listening to me stressing and complaining and has endured this for two hours alongside you as the listeners but hopefully we'll do this again but from all of us it's a good night and stay safe Thank you.